The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Ted, wake up. Huh? You look exactly like me. I am you, Ted, from the future. You need to call Progressive. What? Why? Well, they have 24-7 protection when you bundle your home and auto. And my teleportation cube just smashed into your car. Wait, you crashed into my car? Technically, it's our car. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stack in the Box podcast, also on Facebook Live now and every Monday afternoon. I am Matt Verderam alongside Josh Hill, and before we get into the madness that was Super Sunday and the Philadelphia Eagles' first championship since 1960, I have to read you a quick message because this episode of Stacking the Box is brought to you by Fanatics, where you can save 15% off on any purchase, $50 or more, when you use the promo code FANSIDED uh, at the checkout. And so visit Fanside, uh, excuse me, visit Fanside as well, but visit Fanatics.com and start wearing your team's gear today. So remember, promo code FANSIDED, and you'll save a nice little bit of money there. So let's get right into it. A crazy game. Mm-hmm. The Pats were favored by five points. They end up losing by eight, and Nick Foles beats the regular season's MVP by becoming the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I mean, that was the redemption story that we kind of wanted to see, was Nick Foles coming off and pulling this thing out, and nobody thought he was going to do it. Like, this is a guy who was there in 2013, whatever it was, goes to the Pro Bowl, he's in the MVP conversation, and then he falls off the face of the earth. He gets traded, Chip Kelly doesn't want him anymore, he goes out and he gets buried in Jeff Fisher's abyss of quarterbacks, then he goes to Kansas City. Doesn't do much there. Everybody thinks he's done. He thinks he's done. He's going to retire. Then he comes back. Now he's the Super Bowl MVP. Like, you talk about football narratives, football stories that we like to see. Can't script this is the cliche. Like, the Nick Foles story is the latest, you know, you can't script this thing. The man, he picked up, like, five years after his career looked like it was over and saw it through to conclusion. So, I... That was my favorite thing about Super Bowl. Yeah, and look, we'll get into Nick Foles here more as we break down kind of the, the main talking points of the Super Bowl and what came out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly a lot to get to. But really, for starters, and you hate to make everything about the Patriots because it feels like everything has been about the Patriots for almost 20 years running at this mm-hmm. point, but it is a little bit 
about the Patriots because with all due respect to the Eagles, who won, and we're going to get plenty into them, yeah. you've got to talk about New England from the standpoint of was this it for this team? But also, on top of that, you know, this game featured a couple of very controversial calls. Yeah. Corey Clemens' touchdown reception, mm. Zach Ertz, which looked very similar to Jesse James. Very similar. And so, you know, I think a lot of people nationally, and I'm sure in Boston, expected some, one or both of those calls to be overturned. Yeah. Doesn't happen. And New England, which always seems to be the beneficiary of these calls, you always get that, you know, it's rigged, it's rigged mm-hmm. stuff. Well, this time... It went the other way. Shoots on the other yeah. foot. So Philadelphia got the got the benefit of, of not only one but two huge calls. That, yeah, it was hilarious that you've got all these Patriots fans who every single time there's a horrible call that goes in favor of the Patriots. You know the Calvin Benjamin touchdown, the Jesse or that was reversed, the Jesse James catch, that Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown that was reversed. Yeah. It's always oh the NFL's not rigged. Don't worry about it. You guys just hate us because we're winning. Literally the first time something goes wrong. Oh, it's rigged. The flight gate, spy gate. What's going on? I can't believe this. And it's just like, come on. Like, you got to be kidding me. The NFL is not rigged. It's not rigged for or against the Patriots. The, the Clemens touchdown, you've got me a little bit more there than you do the Ertz touchdown because we talked about it. And we saw it happen at the time. And it, when I saw him reach over the goal line and the ball comes up, I was like, oh, my God, here we go. This is the catch. This is what is a catch all over again at the biggest stage. But they got it right because as soon as the ball crosses the goal line, it's that's it. That's the end of the play. It's breaking the glass plane. It is over the goal line. So that one, the Clemens touchdown, I don't know. It looked like he was moving it around a little bit. But even that goes a little bit into the what is a catch? What is the process of the catch? What does right. surviving the sideline mean? I remember the uh, – the Nate Poole game, the game that knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs in 2003, Cardinals and the Vikings, he was shoved out of bounds before he even came down. That used to be the rule is that if you weren't down, if you looked like you were going to come down and a defender out. shoved you out. It happened in the Buccaneers Super Bowl, too. I think it was Joy Porter caught a touchdown that way. So, I don't know. The rules have changed so much over the years. I don't want to sit here and discuss what a catch is, what it isn't. But the Clemens one... Patriots fans, I'm a little bit more with you that yeah. one than the Ertz touchdown. I mean, look, the Clemens one, I actually thought in real time it was going to get overturned mm-hmm. because I thought it did move a little bit, and his second foot was clearly out. But it's called the touchdown on the field, and yep. so they stayed with it. I don't have a problem with it. In fact, I wish the NFL would do more of that. Mm-hmm. Stay with the call. Yeah. Unless it is blatantly obvious the other way. You know what? There's always going to be human error a little bit mm-hmm. in every sport, in every walk of life. Like, I don't have a problem with that. The Earth- Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know? A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. First touchdown to me was a no-brainer. A, he crossed the goal line, but B, even if you want to say, well, he was going to the ground, when the ball popped up, he caught it again. Yeah. So I, I don't see the issue with that. To me, Ertz's touchdown is cut and dry. I He'd have been established as a runner, too. Yeah, I, I don't see any issue with that. I think he's in the end zone. Yeah. No questions. Uh, and look, you know what? If you're a New England fan, you didn't lose. Even if you want to say one of those calls was mm. egregious, which I would disagree, but fine. You didn't lose because that. You lost because your defense was an abomination yeah. and gave up over 500 yards. You know how hard it is to lose a game with 600 <laughs> yards of offense? In fact... According to the Elias Sports Bureau, it is the first time in NFL history in any game, regular or postseason, that a team has amassed 600 yards and lost. So New England was Brady throw for 505 yards, and we'll get to his performance and what it means in a few minutes. But all that goes right. You don't punt. 
Yeah. The turnover margin is even, and you lose because your defense, which was awful at the beginning of the year, and we've talked about it on this podcast mm-hmm. all year long. Look, they got better statistically, but if you watch them, there were obvious issues with them week in and week out. We've mentioned that look, it's no, going to yeah. rear its head at some point. It's well, going it to rear did. its head in Detroit, too. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, it's going to. And, and so, and it did. It reared its head. It took yep. to the Super Bowl. But it happened, and Nick Foles, what a story, 373 yards, three touchdowns, and he caught a touchdown. Yeah. Walks away with the MVP, and rightfully so. Yeah, one of the best Super Bowl stories that I can ever remember playing out. So, you know, good for Nick Foles. And, you know, now we have to wonder what's going to be next for Nick Foles. Where is he going to go? Because he's under contract in Philadelphia for another year. And Mm -hmm. you wonder, there's a club option for the next three, I think there is. Yeah. So, and then you've got Carson Wentz, who tore his ACL in December. Is he going to be back before week one? So, you know, we like to do what's the story around here, Vertoram. So what's the story with Nick Foles? What's the story? Is somebody going to trade for him? I mean, I think they're going to get offers for sure. Look, he has one year and $7 million left mm-hmm. on that deal. So if you trade for him, you're going to want to extend that deal immediately. Yeah. I, I don't – look, the Eagles – they're going to have him for one more year if they want. And then those team option years, I would imagine like, they'll do right by him mm-hmm. and let him you know, explore the market. And, get, and they would get a third-round compensatory pick for him. Yeah. So I think you have to weigh that option. Carson Wentz towards ACL in December. Is Carson Wentz going to be back at that nine-month mark? That's usually the very beginning of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. I don't expect him to play much, if at all, in the preseason or training camp. So that's a real risk. Now, that being said, if I'm Philadelphia – and somebody comes to me and says, hey, we'll give you, you know, Jacksonville, Buffalo, we'll give you a late first-round pick, I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it all, all day long because, look, at the end of the day, you know, they're over the cap right now. They're going to have to probably pare down a little bit. And yeah. if you can get a first-round pick, that's huge toward, toward building into the future, even if it means being without Wentz for a couple games, you hope you survive. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, they'll get a lot of offers. And Foles, if, if he goes somewhere else, He's going to get paid. Yeah. We just saw Alex Smith, who's going to be 34 years old this offseason, getting paid four years, $94 million, 71 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith hasn't been to or won a Super Bowl, and, and Foles is six years younger. So I would think that Foles is a very hot commodity in a league that is always starving for quarterbacks. You have to be. At least I think you have to be looking at, at both of them as options, right? Mm-hmm. Because, look, again, Foles, one year, $7 million. Cousins is going to cost you realistically at a bidding war. Mm-hmm. Let's say... He's going to be 30 in, in the summer. So let's say you sign him for five years. You're probably looking at $150 million total value, and you're looking somewhere around 95 to $100 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at that with Foles. No. And so you're even getting a couple years younger. I'm looking at Foles and saying, hey, look, even though we have to give up a pick, we're saving so much in cap space, we can put a much better team around Nick Foles than we can Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, with all due respect to Kirk Cousins – is he winning that game last night? I, I don't know. I don't know. Foles was dynamite against a very good Minnesota defense mm-hmm. and then lit up New England. To me, I'm at least asking Philly, hey, what's the cost? If it's prohibitive, okay, then you move toward Cousins. But for my money, look, at, hey, you've got to be thinking we can surround our team with a lot more talent because of all that extra cap space. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing, if I'm calling the Vikings. If, if, if I'm the Vikings oh, after yeah. what just happened in the NFC title yeah, game, yeah. 
I don't, I don't expect the phone call, yeah. right? I mean, I would rather have him than Case Keenum. Yeah. I'd rather have him than Sam Bradford. And it depends on what you think about Teddy Bridgewater's name. Yeah, that's true. Look, if I'm the Vikings, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my quarterback situation. Like, I, I, I'm, still, I'm, I'm still of the mind that you got to ride with Teddy Bridgewater. But I don't know. That's going to be an interesting discussion this offseason that a lot of teams are going to have. Do you want Kirk Cousins? Do you want to back up the Brinks truck to get him? Or do you want to trade for Nick Foles? Which is, you know, whether what depending on what you give up, you could end up spending more on Foles than you do on, on Cousins as far as mortgaging your future because you don't have to give up a draft right. pick to get Cousins unless the, the Redskins want to, like, franchise tag. I'm trying no, to flip no, them, but I don't, know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Uh, Verderam, let's talk about the New England Patriots mm-hmm. and what's the story with their future. It seems like every single year we're sitting here and we're saying, oh, the Patriots are going to be back in the Super Bowl. This is a no-brainer. There's a lot of change that's coming to Foxborough next year. You're going to have Matt Patricia's going to Detroit to be the head coach of the Lions. Josh McDaniels is expected to take the head coaching job in Indianapolis, which is going to be interesting. You've got rumors that Greg Schiano, who's a Belichick guy, he's going to be coming in and being the defensive coordinator over Brian Flores. Uh, what's the story with them? Are they going to get back to the Super Bowl next year? I know it's knee-jerk. I know we're a lot of months out, but... What, what, what's the deal there? I mean, Vegas has him as the favorite for Super Bowl 53, so obviously Vegas thinks so. Uh, I think, you know, you, you've got to think there's going to be a lot of change going on. You mentioned, of course, both coordinators and in free agency. Mm-hmm. Nate, Nate Solder, their, their left tackle, he's up. Danny Amendola, Matthew Slater, yeah. uh, special teams ace, Rex Burkhead, Malcolm Butler, of course. We're going to get to him in a second. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who you've got to look at and say, hey, you know what? What, what are we... What are we going to do with our cap space? They can cut a few guys like Martellus Bennett, Dwayne Allen, and get to about $30 million in space, but that's not going to take care of everybody. Deion Lewis is a free agent. So New England's going to have to make some choices. James Harrison, he'll move on as well. Maybe he'll even retire. Um, but New England's got some real choices to make. And I would bet on them because they'll still have Brady and Belichick. Mm-hmm. But it feels like, yeah, this is going to be a transitional period here for them. This is not going to be easy. No one's going to be picking them to go undefeated like they were this summer. No, and I think a big thing that is going to influence how well the Patriots play in 2018 is going to be how Tom Brady looks because there's always that cliff that quarterbacks fall off of, and we're not expecting it, and then it happens. It happened with Peyton Manning. It's happened with a bunch of quarterbacks throughout the history of football. And at some point, that's going to happen to Tom Brady. So I guess the next question I have is, what's the story with his 2018, 19, 20, however far along he wants to play? He's going to play until he's 60 if he wants to. As, much as, it, as long as he wants to keep pumping his body full of that TB12 salt water or whatever it is, yeah. which to turn on is probably like gross amounts of steroids yeah. in yeah. like 20 years. Uh, what's the story with what was it, this legacy of Tom Brady? How does the Super Bowl 52 affect that? And how does it affect it moving forward? I mean, I, first of all, he threw 505 yards in this mm-hmm. game. I love people who are blaming him for being strip-sacked. Like, it's not his <laughs> yeah. right tackle who got <laughs> run over yeah. by Brandon Grant. Right? Look, I, ultimately, I don't think it affects his legacy much. Like, he still won five Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. He, in my opinion, is the greatest quarterback of all time. I was always on the Joe Montana bandwagon. But at this yeah. point, you know, it is what his eight Super Bowl appearances is just nuts, especially in this era of, of free agency and the salary cap. So I would, I would say it doesn't affect it other than just, hey, you know, a missed opportunity. That being said, moving forward, he's great. But let's be honest. Like, he's 41 in August. Yeah. History says that at some point here, the, the, the balloon's coming off the rose. Okay. I remember a couple of years ago when Peyton Manning threw for, you know, 5,500 yards and 50-plus touchdowns, and it's 18 months later he was done. He couldn't throw yeah. the ball anymore. So now is that going to happen with Brady? Maybe, maybe not. 
But history says that we are getting very close to the end here. And so I, I still think until I see that decline, I'm, I'm, I'm betting on Brady to continue to be a great player. He just won the MVP. But yeah, I mean, you know, common sense says, you know, he's, he's a hit away. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he, he's maybe a, a, you know, a few hundred more throws in that arm away from finally starting to really decline. But I still, right now, I've seen nothing to say that that's coming imminently. Yeah, it's really hard to bet against Tom Brady at this point for everything that you just said. Like, he had one of the greatest games of his entire career in the Super Bowl, and he still lost, and that wasn't his fault. It's not like he went out there and threw a bunch of interceptions. He didn't throw any interceptions. He had that one that one fumble, and that was it. And like you said, that wasn't even his fault, you know? What is he supposed to do? He can't block. It's like what G- uh, Giselle said last year. He can't throw the ball and catch it, which we found out he can't do. He cannot. He can't do that. Um, yeah, so look, Tom Brady, it's eventually going to fall off the cliff here, but it, and it's going to be one of those things where we talked about this last week. Everybody is waiting for the downfall of the Patriots, and we've seen a little bit of that last night with the Super Bowl. This is, a, this is an example of when this era is over and when Tom Brady is done and when Bill Belichick have, has retired and all of this Patriots stuff is in the past. We're going to think about it and be like, man, that was good history that we were living. Like everybody's talking about, oh, the glory days of the Cowboys in the 90s and the 49ers in the 80s and going back to the 70s and the Steelers. Repeat after me. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. It's a Jamie from Progressive. Shh, Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Shh. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. That's this right now. Like, we're living history right now. And it says, you know, it's a little bit weird to be sitting on the outside here and be saying, oh, we need to appreciate the Patriots' dominance for what it is. But truthfully, when you boil it down, this is incredible. It's the greatest run in NFL history. When you consider the salary cap implications, you consider the way the NFL tries to drive everybody to the middle with the way they do the schedule Mm -hmm. and the draft order. Uh, I mean, this is an unparalleled run of success. They have made 12 AFC title games since Brady took over. In 2001, that that's insane. I mean, most teams in the league haven't gone to the playoffs 12 times in that stretch. And they've been oh, yeah. in the AFC title game seven years in a row now. There are teams that have never been to a conference title game, or maybe to one or to two in their history. So, you know, listen, hate them all you want if you're outside of Boston. But the reality of it is that team is the greatest franchise in terms of just a prolonged run of excellence that we've ever mm-hmm. seen. Uh, and, yeah, I, I expect them to be back in full force next year. The, the only thing being, and it's obvious, but they need to fix that defense Big in the time. worst way. That defense stunk this year. They can't get a pass rush. Malcolm Butler moving on. you got to worry about the cornerback situation there because I'll tell you, and we can get to that now, they bench him. Mm-hmm. He plays one special team snap the whole game. Uh, can anyone explain why? Nobody seems to know. There's a bunch of conflicting reports out of New England as to what happened. And look, I don't care what the reasoning is. I really don't. When you're getting torched up and down the field and your cornerbacks are that atrocious mm-hmm. all game long, you need to put him in the game. Yeah. Like, I, I don't look, I give Belichick the benefit of the doubt almost every time because how could you not? But come on. He needs to, like, if there's any enduring thing that is a nick on their legacy, it's that. Why does Bill Belichick sit? A, a Pro Bowl corner who has had a mediocre year by his standards, yeah, but is still 
a very good player, a guy who has shown up in the Super Bowl previously, and you sat him so you could watch Eric Rowe get beat like a drum all night, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No, that was mind-boggling to me that Belichick, we still don't know. Like the Malcolm Butler has come out and said that they gave up on him and he was a lot more aggressive in describing his, he was. his night than I was right there. And truthfully, that's what it looks like. Like, they were asking Matt Patricia after the game. All the Boston reporters were like, basically, like, hey, man, what the hell? Like, why, where was Malcolm Butler? And he was like, oh, he didn't fit into the schemes. He wouldn't fit into the game plan that we wanted to do. Basically calling me not a good player, yeah. saying he was trash. And it's just that the, the idea that they can do that right before the Super Bowl is just mind-boggling to me and it's not that he was it's not Richard Sherman we're talking about we're not talking about Deion Sanders or something like that but we are talking about a guy who as it turns out is a lot more important to your defense than you that you want to believe I don't know if this was Belichick trying to drive his value down which I guarantee you it probably was people want to say oh that's that he can't do that that's not he can do that he can bench a player if he wants to bench a player he's the head coach and Belichick if there's any guy in the NFL that is going to go you know around the back and try to find a way to you know get slippery and slimy about keeping a guy or lowering his value I think that he's the guy to do it I I gotta tell you you know I don't know about all that maybe I wouldn't put it past Belichick but you know if he was trying to do that he might have just made Malcolm Butler the richest corner in NFL history. Did anybody else did anybody see that secondary though, Malcolm oh, Butler? Geez. They couldn't guard anybody. I, like, to me, Butler, you're right. He's not, you know, even by today's place, he's not Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. He's not Marcus Peters. He's not Patrick Peterson. But he is a good top 15 corner in this league. Mm-hmm. And he is somebody who has been in that scheme a long time. I'll tell you right now, if I'm the Detroit Lions... And I'm dead serious. I'd call Matt Patricia this morning. Hey, Matt, you want to explain to us what happened there? Because I don't feel like watching Darius Slay get benched in a playoff game if we were to get there. So, like, I mean, that is is just dumbfounding. And I feel like Belichick gets such a pass. And, again, deservedly so, right, to some degree. But if that's any other coach, if that is a situation where, let's say it's it's Bruce Arians in the Super Bowl and he benches Patrick Peterson in the game, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, a pretty massive storyline. Like, there are people calling for his job yeah. if that happens, right? So, look, Belichick, it's hard to question him, but it's not that hard after you give up 41 points and 373 passing yards and your arguably number one corner is sitting on the sidelines active, healthy. If he wasn't going to play, why was he even active? You basically played a man short. Yeah. Makes no sense. And I, I really think at some point it's going to come out why. But Belichick, you know, I know he won't. He got an answer to that. Yeah, that is that is an egregious error by what is arguably the greatest coach ever. My favorite conspiracy theory about this is that Bill Belichick threw the Super Bowl to give a double bird to Robert Kraft for getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo because now he's got no I, plan. So I mean, I actually want that to be the case, <laughs> just because it would blow the internet up. I, it's not the case, but that would be. That would be unbelievable. Like if Belichick just just stood there and stared at Kraft the whole time during the game, didn't even look at the field. Yeah, I, it, it's walks up to the press box, sweet, throws him out. I, I think really the other storyline comes out of the game. I don't think anybody's taking all that seriously, but who knows? Is Gronkowski? Yeah. After the game, saying, "Hey, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about my future." He's got two years left in his deal. I don't think he's going anywhere. No. But maybe he wants a bigger contract. A lot of guys at the tight end position have been paid more than him since he signed his deal. Maybe he wants more. We know how that ends in New England. Mm-hmm. They don't pay. They do not pay. I, I'm sure, I mean, if he goes to New England quietly and is like, I want more money or I'm holding out, 
He's in Cleveland next year. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the, they are the one franchise. They do not care. No. I'll be, I am interested to see how. I think I think it'll end up being all right, but I'm curious how it plays out. Could you imagine if that's how this all ends? Everybody, that, that Wickersham piece comes out, and they're like, oh, who's the last man standing? Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Is it Kraft? It was Gronk. It was Gronk the whole time. They start build the franchise around Gronkowski. The party patriots, that's what they are now. Brian Hoyer. Oh, Brian. Brian the Brian Hoyer and uh, Rob right. Gronkowski experience. Yeah, so, all right, we'll, we'll end on this, Vertoram. So, we, we talked about the Patriots and their chances to get back next year. What are the chances the Eagles come back? Because you talk about storylines people aren't talking about here. Those Eagles players, Lane Johnson, you know, Chris Long is on, on a shorter deal, but you got Carson Wentz in there. Alshon Jeffrey, they just extended. Zach Ertz. The core of this team is intact for the next couple of years, and they could be good for a very long time. I know you talked about it after the AFC Championship game, about how the Jaguars are set up to be good for the next couple of years unless they find a way to get around Blake Bortles. In Philadelphia, they have a quarterback. So what are the chances? They have two of them. So what are the chances that the Eagles get back to the Super Bowl instead of the Patriots? I I mean, look, I kind of have – two divergent thoughts at the same time on it. One is, anytime you're a team that wins the Super Bowl, obviously you're good enough to get there. You did it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, you have to say Philadelphia certainly got a shot. If Wentz comes back healthy, he should only be getting better. He's entering his third year. I mean, there, there's a lot to like there. And, and so the core of this team should be back. Now, the other side of it is, it's very hard to repeat. It is exceedingly hard, as we just saw with New England, to repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, smart money says the Eagles are very good, but they will not get back. I also think it was a perfect storm for them in a lot of ways. And that's not to say that they're lucky or anything. It's just to say that how different is this year if Stephon Diggs yeah. doesn't make that ridiculous catch? Like, what if they play the Saints? Yeah. I think the Saints are a much tougher matchup in some respects because of the offense. What if what if Aaron Rodgers doesn't break his clavicle? Mm-hmm. Like, the Packers looked like a Super Bowl team before that happened. And so now the Packers have a new front office where I expect them to be more aggressive in free agency under Brian Gutenkus. So I think you have to say maybe there are some other issues at play here. Mm -hmm. You know, Seattle, they're a wild card. Are they going to make another run out? Are they going to rebuild? The NFC is is a very deep conference. Mm -hmm. I think it's much easier for New England to get back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you don't know what's going on with Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, the Ryan Shazier situation. Mm -hmm. Le'Veon Bell may not be back. Yeah. You know, I I think, you know, Kansas City is moving on from Alex Smith. So what is Patrick Mahomes? Deshaun Watson is going to get a full year here. We'll we'll see. Is is that combination with Bill Bryan good enough? Like, there's, you know, and then, of course, Jacksonville. But we we talked about Bortles, right? So. Mm There are just so many uh, balls in the air in the AFC where I feel like in the NFC, there's a good, solid six, seven teams that mm-hmm. a move here, an injury you know, break there, and that's the difference between being the sixth seed and being in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So final thing here, Super Bowl 53, who do you got? Who's going to Super Bowl 53? Or alternately, who challenges the Eagles the most in the NFC since we've established there's more balls to juggle over there than there is in the AFC? I mean, in the AFC, I don't, I'm putting New England back. New England, there. me too. I, just, I, mean, I got New England and, back. And look, now, history says New England's not getting back because that would be the third time in a row. The only teams that have ever gone to the Super Bowl three times in a row are the early 70s Dolphins, mm-hmm. okay? And they, they, they won twice and lost once. And, of course, the Bills in the 90s, and we all know how that played out. Um, so history says that they're probably not going to get back. But from what we know right now, and, of course, a lot's going to change here in the next few months with the free agency and the draft, but I, I think New England, they were not to be challenged in the AFC this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh couldn't beat Jacksonville at home. The Chiefs won 18-point lead to the Titans. And I think as good as the Jaguars' defense is, 
you're living on the edge with that offense. Yeah. So I have to take the one. Now, in the NFC, the NFC's got a lot of power. Man. I, I'm a, I, you know, we talked a lot about the Saints all offseason or all, all regular season. If they retain Breeze, which I expect them to, I like the Saints, man. I, yeah. I, I still think that is a really good team. And I also put Green Bay in the mix simply because I mean, you got Rodgers. If mm-hmm. they fortify that roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball, Tough to tough to go against Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know if he's healthy, they're winning 11, 12, 13 games, and they'll be in the mix. Yeah. So, I like those those teams in Philly, of course, as well. But I think I think it's tough, man. It's tough to get back multiple years, especially in a conference that good, that deep. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on the Vikings next year. I just, if they figure out this situation at quarterback, if they get a guy like a Cousins or somebody to come in there, I just worry about mentally what's that nfc championship game going to do to the defense yeah because it was so good you want to talk about the 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 shoe falling off the other foot on the patriots at the wrong time the vikings the rug got pulled out of them they were the best defense in football for how many weeks best third down defense they get roasted by nick Foles. how much of that was nick Foles? how much of that was the defense i don't know i do like green bay i I hate to be boring and say packers patriots super bowl next year i'll tell you that'd be fun it would be fun. I don't, I don't want to invest too much stock in Los Angeles, the Rams, just because I just yeah. I worry about young teams that shoot up to the top and then they, they regress. I think that's why Jacksonville's due for a regression next year. Uh, Packers Patriots lock me lock me in for early, way too early knee jerk. I don't know what I'm talking about because it's the day after the Super Bowl yeah. prediction. Uh, there you go. Don't etch it in stone. I, I think too, and you know we can kind of wrap up here in a few minutes. But I think one team to watch is the, the Chargers are interesting from the standpoint that they aren't expected to lose anybody significant this mm-hmm. offseason. Phillip Rivers is still playing at a very high level. They have a dominant pass rush. Mm-hmm. And that team went 9-7 and seven this year, but if they could have kicked the football, yeah. very good chance they went 11 or 12 games. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, you've got to factor in them. And I think that division's wide open this year with, with the Raiders changing head coaches, the Broncos still back, and the Chiefs kind of going through a transitional phase. Um, so they're interesting. And then the other thing, you mentioned Kirk Cousins. Like, where does he go? Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins guy. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's great. But like if he goes to Minnesota or Jacksonville, that changes the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like if Jacksonville is Kirk Cousins, that's a really, really good football team, right? Now, can it challenge New England? It's still Brady. It's still Belichick. It's hard to bet against them. If, if, yeah. Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh loses Bell, that also raises a lot. Where does he go? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I don't – and I'm with you on the Rams. I, I love the Rams as a, as a team for the future. But right now, it just feels like they still have some growing to do. And they've got a lot of questions, too, coming in free agency. Yeah. Marcus Joyner, Tremaine Johnson are hitting mm-hmm. free agency. So you got to wonder what's going on there. Sammy Watkins. So the Rams have some work to do. Uh, but in the Super Bowl's in Atlanta. Could the, could the Falcons be the first team to, <laughs> to host the Super Bowl? Uh, I will do my earliest dying on this hill of the year and say no. So oh, there well, we go. just lost everybody <laughs> to the Falcons. Oh, so, so, all three people. Can, can see you ya. imagine? Can you imagine if that Super Bowl two years goes in Atlanta? Oh my God! They they blew twenty eight to three lead. Can you God. imagine? Oh man, that would be that would have been the first time we had a, a field storming, but in the opposite direction. Right? They wouldn't have had to implode the old Georgia Dome. Fans would have done it themselves. Oh, <laughs> that God. would have been unreal. Oh um, man! Any yeah. other thoughts from Super Bowl weekend? It was it was fun. Oh, uh, yeah, man, it was fun. I, I think you know. Uh, it was, it was, it's always fun, despite how much a lot of people outside of Boston hate the Pats. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun to see them in it because you know you're watching history. Yeah. Um, 
It was also great for the you know the city of Philadelphia. The first time they've won an NFL title since 1960. Yeah. Uh, and the last time they won, they, they beat the Packers and Vince Lombardi. And afterwards, Lombardi said, I'll never lose another playoff game. And he didn't. He didn't. Um, but no, I, I think my biggest takeaway was it was it was fun to see the underdog and the Eagles were the underdog all playoffs long. Mm-hmm. They were the only they were the first one seed in NFL history to be an underdog in the divisional round. Uh, it was great to see that to see Nick Foles mm-hmm. get his get his moment in the sun, uh, and and really, it's fun just to see a new champion and see how they defend yeah. their crown and see how what comes of that. I think I think that's what makes it great. The NFL loves to trump a parody. We don't always have it with New England, mm-hmm. uh, but with Philadelphia. Uh, what else could you have asked for? A team that a lot of people did not even expect to make the playoffs, then gets good, has an MVP candidate, guy goes down to the torn ACL, Nick Foles comes in, you're like, oh, they're, they're done, season's over. Nick Foles comes in, they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think, look, it, you know what, sometimes it's good to shake it up a little bit. And, and Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. So, congrats to Philadelphia on on what was an unexpected run, but but a great run, and, and a deserving champion for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a great Super Bowl weekend, and like you said, the Eagles winning, the Eagles kind of changing the tide a little bit. I wrote earlier in the season, hey, maybe it's going to be the Chiefs that do that, but yeah. Yeah, turns out it wasn't the case, but somebody did eventually, so that was the point. It was yeah. the Eagles did. Maybe we thought it was going to be the Jaguars. So yeah, it, it was a weird, weird season with all the injuries, and we can only hope that next year is going to be even more fun. Well, listen, uh, you know, we will be here every single Monday, both on the audio version of the podcast. You can pick up on iTunes, subscribe there to Stack in the Box, uh, leave a rating, leave a comment, unless you're against us, then don't. Don't be that person. Or do uh, it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah or we'll do it. What the heck? We got to have some fun, right? So that being said, this episode, once again, of Stack in the Box is brought to you by Fanatics, uh, where you can save 15% off on any purchase of $50 or more when you use the promo code FANSIDED. At checkout, visit Fanatics.com and start wearing your team's gear today, especially if you're an Eagles fan. You should be buying every single thing on the website. Uh, Why not? Enjoy it. Live it up. Uh, But we will be back every Monday, half an hour shows in the offseason. So uh, for Josh Hill, I am Matt Verderham. Hope you enjoyed what was a wonderful Super Sunday. Jamie's Log. Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard, day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.